anyway, so yeah, yeah, it's good to be right. <laughs> yeah, it's very good to be right on the uh, ice dragon. Yeah, did, did you predict ice dragons? Yeah, I've been oh, yeah. well. I've been calling ice dragons since like ever since I've been watching the show, really. But like really specifically since episode one of this season. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Although I thought it was gonna, I didn't think it was all gonna happen at once, and I thought it was gonna come back to life at the end of this season. So no, I, I figured what they would probably do it was ex- exactly what they did. You know, they we killed, we saw the dragon die, and now they are straight up. You know, this is the consequences of that death. You know, we all know as soon as anything dies up north, it's turning into a White Walker, yeah. regardless of a horse, a person, a bear. Yeah, a fucking polar bear. A, a dire polar bear. Oh, that was so sick. A fucking massive polar bear. Yeah. Like, that thing, I mean, it was bigger than a grizzly bear for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, polar yeah. bears in general are like. Are they? I, I thought yeah, they were smaller than grizzly bears. I'm pretty sure they're the biggest ones. Huh. I think so. I thought grizzlies were the biggest this whole time. Also, fun fact, their fur is not white, but it's clear, and it reflects the snow and stuff like that. So if you had Wait, a polar really? bear... Yeah, if you had a polar bear in the jungle, which is another reason Lost pissed me off, because they had their fucking polar bear, and it was just white. Just one reason it was white. Just one of, one of the reasons that that show pissed me off, but it was white, and it wouldn't have been white, because... There wasn't I mean, it kind of would have been, there. like, dirty brown. Yeah, like, yeah, it would have been, like, camo polar bear. Black. I think so. Yeah. So maybe it would have been black reflecting the light or something or yeah. absorbing light or something i don't know yeah something like that but anyway we're here to talk about game of thrones not yeah polar bears. Well, polar bear um, game of thrones. yeah so we'll say well we said bye to thoros tonight and bye yeah. to Viseron, who's now the oh. ice well not really he's now ice dragon he's well i mean he's a white dragon yeah so yeah. there's that I, I i like that they added in some white shirts or blue or red shirts red i'm sorry shirts. that came and, out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah well, we're talking about we're talking about, you know, dead people, people that we've lost along the way. Um, I'm glad that not everyone who was important had to die because we were all saying, you know, not not everyone's walking out of this. We're going to lose a couple of people along the way. And it sucks that we lost our rejuvenating priest. I kind of saw yeah. that coming, though, because that's really the only way to make uh, Barrick's story interesting like moving towards the end of the show is oh up the stakes on him kill the guy that can bring him back to life so right. I and I, I did expect Tormund to die I thought he was about to I expected yeah, it before so the show too. before we watched this episode and then he was about to go down and I was like oh here it comes but no he didn't die I so. would uh, I would hazard a guess that maybe we haven't seen the uh, the end of the uh, Red Priest because I'm pretty sure they mm. it, it seemed pretty clear to me that they were uh foreshadowing the idea that the hound is going to step into those shoes. Mm. Ah. Oh, and, and okay. it's not just a single red priest who can bring the dead back to life. We, it was already proven with the red woman. Yeah. The red woman. We know there's at least two of those, at least in the show. Yeah. So. And, and with the proper chantings, like it seems like they can figure it out for themselves. So, yeah. And I, I don't know that necessarily he'd be a, a red priest that's, resurrecting people but i think it's it's fairly likely that uh, the hound will step into some sort of role like that almost as a uh, the yin to the yang of his mm-hmm. former life or what he's been up to this point yeah that would be a neat curve for his character especially because yeah. his fear of fire mm-hmm. pyrophobia yep. whatever it is and then to have to rely on the power of fire yeah. that would actually yeah mm-hmm. that would be a really interesting story arc for him hmm. 
Have they always I didn't even think of that? Have they always had those flaming swords? No, yes. they're not used yes. to, Well, they've yes. always had them, but they've not used them until now. Um, okay. No, not no, no, true. no. They, they, yeah. Well, at least not to the audience, right? Yes, yes, Absolutely. they Absolutely, he used them when he fought the Hound. I'm pretty sure he, really? he yes. lit the sword for, in, like, season two. Uh, I did not remember two. that. Yeah, that was so long right. ago. Yeah. No, I knew yeah. that that dude himself, could, I can't remember his name. I didn't know that the priest Barrett could do Gondarian. it. Yeah, Beric. Um, I knew that he could do it from his fight with the Hound, but I didn't know that the priest could also do it. That was new to me when we saw two flaming swords tonight. Yeah, is it like a Lord of Light follower? Probably. It's some it? kind of some kind of magic in that arena. Yes. Flame sword. Huh. Yeah, I did not remember at all that he used that in season two. Because they vanished for three seasons and then and then just show up out of the blue, being yeah. relevant again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I also. <laughs> When they were trying to tie down the the white, that cracked me up because I just kept thinking the whole time I was like, "You ever wrestled a pig?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> the entire time, like everyone's jumping on it and it's just writhing. But and then like, is it Clogain just like bringing his hand back, like <laughs> gross? Yeah. Did, does something is something gonna happen because he got bit by one or whatever? Is did that he actually get bit? Pretty no, sure it got him no, in the hand. No, didn't no, it? no, no. He was just wiping it off. It was like disgust uh, on okay. his face. Well, there's pain. also been no proof that these work like zombies in this universe. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, you like, have to actually like die. You yeah, can, you, you can get struck. Die. You can, yeah. you can get bitten. You can get scratched, okay. but it has to kill you. Right. And actually, it it doesn't even have to kill you. You just have to die within the vicinity of the magic. Right. At least from, yeah. from everything yeah, that we've see, seen. I'm pretty sure it's Dude, like you have to die like north of the wall or something yeah, i think I it's i think it it's within the vicinity of the night king's yeah. magic like there's probably some sort of proximity that then he can just walk in and be like all right y'all are mine now mm -hmm. it's fine well it looks like he has to physically touch them too to actually because he had to touch the babies well, to turn them well no because uh and did when, he touch the dragon when they escaped across the way before back towards the wall a couple seasons ago he just like raised everyone on the on the ah, shore yeah. without even just touching like him. the what's up kind of yeah just like a shrug like what you gonna do yeah man? last season yeah. huh like after yeah seeing seeing all the dead uh what was it dead wildlings just on the shores yeah and then he just looks Jon snow dead in the eye and just raises his hands and everyone stands up and that was kind of like, I, I, isn't that how last season ended? Not nah. the, it wasn't the finale. I oh, think it okay. was the episode, a few episodes before. Okay. Which, in, something that bothered me, and I may be incorrect on this, but in Hard Home, that's when, that's the episode, like, you were just talking about. Um, but that's the episode that we see Jon Snow find out that Lightbringers, Valerian Steel, and Valerian Steel can deal with these White Walkers. And if I remember correctly... And my memory may not be serving me correctly, but when he, when the White Walker he's battling there first swings his like spear staff thing at him, and it hits the Valyrian steel, hit the White Walker's weapon shatters. Yes. And then, yeah. Right. And then Jon Snow takes a big ass whack at the White Walker, and then he shatters. Right. In this episode, they're just parring back and forth with uh, the swords. Yeah. And that's true. the White Walker's thing didn't shatter. They've adapted. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. There was, a learning robot. There was so much going through there that, man, some of that stuff was hard for me to keep track of. Yeah. Who was swinging what at where and who. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, probably need to watch that a few times to yeah, really get a sense of again, yeah. who was actually fighting who and what. 
you know, I think the rules are almost in flux at this point anyway, yeah, but it'd be nice if they were consistent. Yeah. Well, well see, they, that's the thing is this show does such a good job of keeping weird things consistent that when they do pull something that's inconsistent like that, that seems fairly obvious, it really gets at me. Mm. It's like, you all will make sure you have the same recipes in the goddamn soup that we don't give a fuck about. Right. But, you know... Well, I will notice that while they're sitting there on their, like, last stand horde mode kind of deal, every one of them had a weapon that would take a walker down in one Mm -hmm. swoop. And that was actually one thing that a lot of people would say, oh, isn't that convenient? But I actually really enjoyed just the entire scene of them, like, one swipe, one goes down, another swipe, another goes down, instead of, like, having these infinite... Uh, our earlier experiences with them were you know just a handful and nobody they kept standing back up nobody knew how to deal with them and so now all of a sudden we're kind of at an overpowered mode more or less with what six of the strongest characters in the show minus Jamie Lannister and mm-hmm. um, Brienne well I look at it like you know you're playing an RPG or something and you're playing through and You've been getting your ass handed to you, and then you upgrade and get some new weapons, or D&D, or whatever you want to do. Exactly. And uh, and then you get some new weapons, and you've beefed up and been through some shit, and now mm-hmm. you're headed to one of the final levels. Yeah, and I actually really enjoyed that. A lot of people would be like, oh, isn't that convenient, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it, I felt as though it made for a super solid fight scene at the end. No, that was a great fight scene. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. What I didn't get, though, so they're like, Gendry... You've been rowing this whole time. You're obviously the most fit one. <laughs> Run back to Eastwatch <laughs> and send a raven. Why couldn't they all have just run back to Eastwatch? The whole point was to have a tiny party so they could all move around move quickly. Yeah. Like, given you do have the extra weight of carrying this, like, writhing body around. But outside of that, why send Gendry this way, a shortcut, and then you all are just not going to take the shortcut? Maybe to throw off the trail? I think like nearly every plan that was hatched at Dragonstone this season, it was a terrible plan. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. no good. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, just all everything's been falling apart. Poorly like, thought out. That whole plan falls apart. If well, I mean, that, there's lots of reasons that plan falls apart. But like they're they're trying to capture the white in the first place. Jon Snow slays the Walker, and all of them but one crumble for some reason. And that's what didn't make sense to me because I didn't think that Jon Snow had the ability to just destroy the leaders. And as soon as all of a sudden, you know, they look up, all five of them are standing there again. So that kind of reaffirmed what I was thinking about them. So then why did the other walkers just disintegrate after he slayed? Well, he mentioned it that it was uh, that it must be because those are the ones that he turned. But did he, okay. So theoretically, it's a vampire you, situation. Yeah, yeah. So theoretically, if you kill like the the queen or king, right? White White Walker, it'll kill all of his little subordinates underneath him that he's turned personally. So in theory, if you kill the Night King, it will kill all right, of all them. of them. Well, yeah. They said that specifically. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. Directly. Said it, yeah. And then, uh, but as far as Jon Snow, his Valyrian still sword is what lets him. That's why. So it's like there's evidently we talked about it an episode two ago on here, 
about Valerian steel and how there's only like 200-ish weapons in Westeros that are made of Valerian steel. Yeah, and only like no one knows how to work with Valerian yeah, steel. The only anymore. one that knows how to do anything with it is the guy that trained Gendry, and he's the one that took Ned Stark's sword and reforged it into the ones that uh, into Joffrey, Oathkeeper and Bloodletter. Yeah. 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 And uh so he's the only one that knows anything, so you can maybe surmise that maybe Gendry knows how to do something with it. Maybe. But I don't know if they know that Valerian Steel. I don't know if Jon Snow made the connection. Yes, uh, he did I, make I, the I, connection. They did already make Steel. the connection, yeah. which is why yeah. he wasn't carrying a dragonglass weapon. Okay, he knew that already. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, but the inconsistency there with him hitting the that one White Walker sword that bothered me. That mm. should that shit should have shattered. I agree. Yeah, because that's yeah that's how it was established. But yeah, I don't get why there was one left. Yeah, it doesn't At make the end any all sense. That. Unless it was just one that happened to tag along with the wrong group. Right? That was what it seemed to me yeah. they were convenient. indicating. Extraordinarily convenient, certainly. Yeah. And also that guy didn't turn any other whites that weren't with him. He brought all the whites that he turned with him, and then mm-hmm. one rando. I'll buy it. Well, they should have just went and killed one of the randos. And just shoved him in a box, like walked like yeah. two feet out. Well, killed him, shoved him in a box, and went back. Well, with with uh, one of the one of the red shirts that got taken down during the the werebear incident, like they could have just put put him on a sled, which is what I thought they did immediately. Like immediately after they show a body looking thing on a sled, I figured they were going back to Eastwatch, and was just all right. This is our mission now. But no, apparently uh, that wasn't good enough. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was not a good plan, though. <laughs> not in any any realm. Yeah. Plus, I mean, I, I'm I'm fine with more people joining them. You got to have like your people to carry all your stuff or whatever. I don't know how long they were journeying up there, but it didn't show any of those other people at the end of the last episode. It was just the whatever six of them mm-hmm. that walked out the door. And then it was done. And then we start off over here, and there's like ten people hiking through the snow. Well, they were all behind the camera, Dolly. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and that's the thing: you have to pad out a situation like that with red shirts, so we can have people yeah, dying people die. and and not have it be a main character. It's just a TV trope, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, and that's something I feel like this show and George R. R. Martin has really worked himself sort of into a storytelling lather. Is like he. And he self-admits, like, he loves killing characters because he likes creating new... Like, that's where, to him, at least, the way he recognizes it, he's like, my strength is creating great characters. And he creates... Like, he kills so many characters, so then he can create more characters. Then he's got to create backstories for all these characters. And A, some of those backstories may not go anywhere. And B, you're killing all these characters, so then when you get to the end and you've got the people that actually do matter to the, your plot... You can't. You've worked yourself into a situation where you can't kill them off because you, you have them. to have them to finish your story All off. Right. So, like, as we, I would like to see statistics on like main characters. Like, I'm and I'm sure there are these statistics somewhere, but like characters that have a certain amount of screen time that die early on, that happens way more. Like the er- in the earlier season, I mm. feel like it has to diminish off as the seasons go on because there's just yeah. less characters that mean anything. Like, yeah. sure, people die, but you know, 
And you can sit there and create all of these different characters you like, but no one's gonna. It, they're not gonna have any resonance with the audience. Yeah, yeah. you just keep killing them it, because you keep killing off everyone's favorite characters. Mm-hmm. And so now with with Tyrion and Jon Snow and and Daenerys, you can't touch them. You cannot yeah. touch them. And uh, yeah, we're. I mean, you can count them on two hands. The characters that we care about enough that would be like that shocking Ned Stark death from the first season. Oh god! And they can't really touch a good bit of those characters I mean they just can't touch them like yeah for a little while yeah yeah, yeah. there's gonna be a bloodletting Snow has to bang Daenerys first well I'm just saying there's at some point obviously I think there's gonna be several large conflicts mm-hmm. uh, that will probably take place near the end of the final season or yeah. the finale which means mm-hmm. all bets are off at that point yeah yeah I, yeah you're absolutely right with the final season but until we get there no one can be touched. Yeah, we're getting close, though. Yeah. I bet they'll end up killing all the dragons by the end of this whole series. I bet all the dragons will die. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like that this was kind of the rebirth of the magical times, which is the story that he was trying to tell. So killing off all the dragons wouldn't make sense. Maybe just leaving Drogon alive and and having him be this legend. We were talking about this earlier. Does anybody here know, like, are the dragons female, male? How do the dragons... I mean, we know they reproduce via eggs, but that's about all we know. There has been no indication of yeah. a sex or, or any kind of reproduction methods of these dragons. For all we know, they're just transvestite dragons and they all lay eggs. That can happen with reptiles. They I would be okay. Yeah, yeah. I'd be cool sex, with that. You know? Learned that from Jurassic Park. May, may, maybe not transvestite <laughs> isn't the term you're looking and, for uh, there. Fucking Alex Life Jones. finds a way. I don't actually legitimately listen to Alex Jones. Listeners. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> it's turning the frogs gay. But no. What, uh, you seem to have quite a few notes over there. My notes are just you. about done. Um, I wanted to know where the undead got those chains. Um, those giant, where like, they get those giant fuck off boat chains that they were using the they, whole time. Well, like, the wall, have a whole, raiding the wall. They've got they a whole infrastructure down. up there, like because for real. I mean, you <laughs> saw uh, back in season three or whenever it was that we were at Caster's or Craster's Keep. Yeah, and uh, he's donating the babies. Yeah, like he, the Night King gets the baby and takes it to some place. Like they've got a building where they change. You know, they've got a little. A little uh, like bassinet, like an icy bassinet thing. They put the baby in, and they've got a whole changing babies to whites room at least. All right. And uh, so they've got some sort of infrastructure. Yeah, they right. they would have to to survive giant. for yeah millennia. I'm gonna pose for expediency's sake that uh, they were lying on the bottom of the lake right next to the dragon. All right. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's I as would convenient think that as any after... other storytelling device they've been using. Yeah. I mean, they've obviously got armor. They've got somebody that's making these ice weapons. They've got some sort of infrastructure. I feel like the ice weapons are magic, but uh, I the mean armor with, with the wall. Well, okay, so everyone who's wearing armor died in their armor. Uh, the only people who seem to have special armor are the, the are the king, king are, are, yeah. are the, the, the overseers, whatever and, you want to call them. And all those overseers, we saw that those are made from the babies he's stealing. I did not. Yeah. Okay. That, that was where you get the actual White Walkers. So being it's, it's raised like being a baby from... And being turned into one. And then the the whites are just the zombie drones. Yeah, yeah. Since so, yeah. Home Dude was the one supplying them with babies, does that mean that the White Walkers are inbred? Yes. Okay. 
Just checking. Well, this no, actually, no, well, it kind of does because he was fucking his daughters. Yeah, he was right. fucking his daughters and his yeah. daughters' daughters and their yeah. sisters. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. their daughters. This All whole right. show runs on incest. Yes, that's Literally. true. There is a lot right. of incest in this show, but uh, I had one more point, which I was, um, holy crap! Ah, uh, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. We were talking about whites. And yeah, no, it's it's straight up gone. Well, either way, what I'm curious about is now that the Night King's got a dragon, if he can fly over the wall. Don't see why not. I saw the other dragons flying over the wall. Well, if there's magic, allegedly, it's not just a literal physical barrier. And if there actually is magic involved with it, it... Mm. No, the Mm. dragon shouldn't be able to fly over the wall. But, I mean, I guess we'll find out. Uh, we well, probably won't find that out this season. If, like it was, if it was a proximity to the Night King and then the Night King is suddenly on a dragon, then, I mean, I'm sure he, it's fine. He, he'll just, that rolling thunder will move that much quicker because he's on a dragon. Yeah. And I feel like that, like, that miasma of rolling thunder and fog is his magic. Like, that's his, his domain. Mm. And so... Anyone within, you know, proximity to that, that's where things get dangerous. Yeah. He, I mean, he could use the dragon to take down the wall, I guess. He could use the dragon yeah. to, to, to just move beyond it and then start See, I don't an, an think army. so. I think it's got, a, like, a magic bubble over it. Like, it's like Stephen King's The Dome, but just... The wall. You know yeah. what? I actually would... would kind of believe that there would be some I mean, sort they, of they talk, magical they, barrier. I mean, they talk this big game about it's this big wall that's got all this magic. It was I mean this wall is like two miles high. It's like 400 miles long or whatever. And it's thousands Go, of years like old. It goes coast to coast. And yeah, thousands of years old. So it had to, it couldn't have just been built the way they build castles. So it obviously took some immense amount of something. So magic I guess. And then uh, Daisy quit. Seriously, my cats yelling at cats and shit. Um, but yeah, so it was obviously built. You know, he had some assistance building. I'm saying it. I guess it was magic. I don't know. So, with magic existing elsewhere in the show, I don't see why the wall wouldn't have magic. That's true. If they've been talking up this big game about it all this time. Well, there's kind of this like nebulous lore about the first humans or the first men of like how they were super magical and how they were part of this time of of magic and dragons and fairies and whatever else i i don't think that they actually have fairies but either way like like the the wood children who were kind of like elves but not really yeah yeah like they were all part of this time before quote unquote recorded history and <clears throat> the white walkers were as well so all of these things kind of mixing up together. Yeah, but the uh, kids created the White Walkers, the right. children they, of the forest. They did. Yeah. But did, did we ever get a clear reason as to why? Uh, from what I, it was to defeat men. Um, but from what I gather, like children of the forest and men were, they were at allies war for... at first. They were getting along, but then men kept chopping down the weirwood trees. So yeah. that pitted them against each other, and they kept driving the children of the forest further north. So then, to fight back against man, the children of the forest created the White Walkers, and then the White Walkers took over. Yeah. And then they were like, okay, 
uh, men, we need your help because we both have a problem now. We kind of fucked up. We don't fucked yeah. up. Yes, they don't. At least that's how I understand it. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. That sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. They kind of went over it, I guess, in the show, maybe. I mean, they, they gave us the flashback of yeah. the, the first men. And, and, and then uh, Jon Snow's chalk doodles. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know. I'm excited to see where next episode goes. I'm really excited. Uh, this usually the one... Like before the finale of each season, it's the penultimate. The penultimate, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm. Who's to say they even get to see Cersei next episode? You know? I don't know. Because yeah, usually I mean, there's an hour and a half though in this next one. Oh so really? They, it's an hour. Or, and or half? it's an hour and. It's 10? definitely over an hour. This one was like an hour ten minutes or something. Yeah, I think like it's. Hour, I think minutes. it's like an hour and a half or hour twenty or something like that. Huh. But um, yeah. Well, it's gonna be. It's definitely the longest one. I know yeah. that. But I mean, they they might have time for a little bit of some sort of battle or something. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. But what makes me wonder is if the Night King ever makes it down to King's Landing, uh, with whatever they've done to uh, the ha- or the mountain, makes me wonder if the Night King will be able to control him. Mm. No, no, the mountain was controlled by chemicals, not magic. Yeah, let's not that, say he's not he's, dead. Yeah. He might be undead. That, that's technically. how I'm thinking is like he's walking around technically dead. But and then the Night King comes in and is just like, Oh, you're <clears throat> dead already. Fuck yeah. That was an alchemical change, not a magical change. Mm. And I think there is a difference between the two. Because uh, I know exactly what you're talking about with with, you know, maybe he he'll just show up and the mountain will look at him all with all sorts of irreverence, but I, I I would say if that's going to happen, his eyes will turn blue, and then he'll be mm-hmm. just like part of the crew. Hmm. And right now his eyes are kind of red, and it, it I'm kind of stretching purple. this a little bit, but mm. that could go into the song of ice and fire. Like maybe mm-hmm. maybe the fireside has a way to bring people back from the dead too. I don't know. Well, yes, yeah. the Lord of Light. We yeah, the Lord, yeah. Of light. Lord of Light. But I mean, <laughs> like zombie do. drone type yeah. people. Hmm. To where they're just kind of there fighting for you and not like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah. Have to wait and see. Wait and see. You guys got anything else though? I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about good, good on this yeah, episode. I was, I was satisfied with this episode. Yeah, I'm excited moving in next week, seeing where it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we got two more episodes up. left. One just more. One. Yeah. one more. Uno yep. mas. Because like, this whole season has been super action-packed, yeah. actually. Like, yeah, it's more so by. than the rest. Yeah. And so I am actually excited to see what happens next week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, next week will be the last one. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's it for us. Unless you guys have anything last minute here. Yeah, that's it for us. And, uh, yeah, next week will be our last one of these Game of Thrones after shows. So, yeah, tune in. And then I guess tune in. For this season anyway. Next week. Yeah, for the season. Yeah, Yeah. we'll, we'll be doing it again next year. But, uh, yeah, so this has been episode 95 of the Brew Chat Podcast with the Game of Thrones After Show. See you next time.